Hey, Steve. What? Do you hate fluff on your trousers and your shirt when you're oh, doing the ironing? It's so annoying, Jamie. It is so irritating. The hero for me is the lint roll. The oh, undisputed yeah. champion of your laundry basket. Oh, lint rolls. This episode is sponsored by Larry's Lint Rolls. There you go. Yes, good one. Thanks, Larry. Yes. You're listening to Finding Funnies with me, Steve Royal. And Jamie Sutherland. Great to be back. <laughs> Absolutely it is. I've been away as well, proper away. Oh, I know. Far, far away on a ship. Hey. Yes, just, no ship. Oh, just no what, ship, Sherlock. You can tell us all about that, but yeah. as usual, as usual, yeah, it's yeah. always good. As, to start the show, what? if you tell us what's coming up. Well, Jamie, I can tell you exactly. We'll have a royal proclamation. Love and them. it's related to the cruise ship that I've been on Ooh. this week as well. I've got a list of phobias, nice. bizarre phobias. And I do believe that you want to discuss about um, a, an acting role that you think you're yes. suited to. And as a result of that acting role, I've got a list of films where the leading actors spoke very little or not at all. Oh. And I don't mean going back to silent movies here, is obviously they didn't speak at all then. I'm talking about some of the some of the roles. Oh I think, think films like Terminators on the list, right? Where the lead actor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, has very few lines in the whole film and yet still manages to carry it off. And there are some great examples. And when I tell you the number of lines that the actors had in the film, you go, really? In that, that was What like but lines you, like cocaine? Like, yes, exactly. Lines like that. So, the, no, yeah, a lot of there's a. No, I, I, I was tempted to tell you straight away the number one one, but uh, oh, right. a big shock. But he won an Academy Award. This guy. Oh, well, say And the Academy it. bent the rules slightly to accommodate him because I think they, they had some kind of stipula stipulation. They have to say at least so much. Or they have to be. You have to be in the film at least a certain percentage to qualify for the leading actor role. Right. Rather than qualifying for a supporting actor role, do you oh, see what I mean? Yes, right, so, save anyway, it, save, I'll save all that save it. and all the usual stuff. You, I'm no doubt, going to start with a whinge and a moan. No, I'm going to start oh, oh. with. I want to start with a whinge, but I think it's it's right to say Namaste Ap K Hain. Ah, oh, with a uh, Namaste Ap K Hain. Yeah, that is a hello. How are you in Hindi? Oh, if you are, we're are, proper. Are, we're proper tapping into that market, aren't well, we? Well, I was saying our international numbers. <laughs> Are increasing. We've doubled. We've doubled it. Thank you. And and it, it, to pe the people in in India, get in touch on Twitter. We are on Twitter, which is uh, I think Final a lot of them get in touch with me anyway, mate. I get a lot of calls from India. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, no. Well, well, get, uh, in touch. get in touch about the podcast and That'd Instagram nice. Finding Funnies podcast. Also, yeah. as well, our our listening numbers in Canada have doubled. Doubled as well. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably that's what I thought we'd, that would be our highest originally because yeah. we used to do Finding Toronto podcast, of course. About so, Toronto to all our club. Canadian friends, hello, <laughs> namaste, hi, and to all our UK <laughs> listeners, how are you doing? You know, it's, 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 yeah, all right, for Northern listeners, all right, cockers. Um, I've always thought kind of a little, a little bit of a dilemma at the moment. And do you know why? Do you know why? why? Because their n national dish is like, how is this fit? You know, we go for a, you know, chippy, chippy tea. Let's yeah. say that's the English. In Canada, and you've been there as well, it's that, it's Putin, isn't it? 
It's yeah. called Putin. Oh, and obviously, Putin. Putin, Putin. Well, I know, but you know what I mean? People would say on the level, you go, Putin, I'll have a bit of Putin. And that Russian leader is named after their national, which it kind of sums him up a little bit, in it? Because he's just yeah. like a soggy chips with covered in, it's not actually cheese, is it? Is it whey? Well, and it's it's a bit like that joke, isn't it? Is it, it the curd or is it the whey that's on top? I don't know. It's curd or whey. I think it's, is it curd or the whey? I'm not sure. I don't know which, you hear curds and whey, don't you? But what is, it, is, is curds and whey the combined globule? What you're asking the it? wrong man. I don't know Maybe somebody will uh, get in touch and show us. Yeah, if any, any oh, cheese we makers, go, we can just Google it. Ourselves. Blessed are the cheese makers if you could get in touch. And also, us. as well, you'll see in every park for dog walkers as you're leaving, you will see a poo tin. You can drop. <laughs> <laughs> used to be called a bin now you'll see a poutine that was your, very good your dog waste in the poutine we're less than five minutes into the podcast and already you've got a clip for social media there Jamie oh we can't say well, that no we can't say I don't that. like saying clip oh do you not no because I think it's, it's something that everyone does oh okay so we just sort of naturally just let our sort of natural banter and then we'll, later on we'll just pretend we spend hours on and on because there's so much to choose from we do we do um, I've got an apology to make. oh no oh. right yes I'm going to do me apology so this is an apology not a whinge it's an, no I've got a whinge oh, oh I but thought, my apology I I is to you oh right because I <coughs> said the other week that the name of the show that we're doing at Chorley Little Theatre right. was Steve Royal and Chums and we had yeah. that conversation about Chums being like a pathetic name for friends well you had the con- I, I, you know it was a debate with the Chums I still think Chums is a great name it's and great. then, yeah. all right, Chum, the undisputed biggest comedian in the world at yeah. this moment. Mm. I say at this moment because uh, Peter Kay's on a break. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure when he wants to come yeah, when back, he, when he's back, yeah, he'll yeah, just smash yeah, everyone yeah. again. Yeah. But Ricky Gervais did a, a an Instagram yeah. post, didn't Saw he, it. to say he'd been out with a thank you to his comedy, ch- his friends, his or comedy chums. chums. His comedy I went, chums. Oh, I went no. yes, get in. So Ricky Gervais can use the word chums. So I think it's back in now. Brilliant. I think there it's you go. My complaint. So the the gig's still on with my chums. Yeah, I'm proud. Brilliant. I'm, Brilliant. I'm, I'm pleased to be one of your chums. <laughs> uh, my complaint. Yeah, go on then, you win. Okay, it is the makers of Jelly Babies. I have got a massive complaint about. I had a little. Pack is, that, of, is, that, is that no? It's Bassett. Is that is that not Bassett? Well, there's various makers depending on where oh, you get them. Right, I got okay. the service station's own brand. Oh yeah. So oh. I was going down to a place uh, called Home Lacey, just past Hereford. So it's a bit of a trek, you know what I mean? Your, mm. your sugar levels drop. So I do like a little snack and a little yeah. sweet treat yeah, in the car. Yeah. So I picked up a little bag of jelly babies. Yeah. I do like a jelly baby, Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The flour on them <gasps> on a small bag. I oh. have arrived at my destination, <laughs> but can only be described as a heroin cookhouse. <laughs> I get that. I'm looking down for a small bag of jelly babies. I can't believe how far the flour travels. My trousers were covered, my seat. You can't get it off your fingers. So much so, I had to lick my fingers clean and dry them on a t-shirt. Lick your pants as well. Yes, everything, right? And then I thought, I need to find out why is there so much flour on jelly babies? And it is because the jelly babies go into a mould... And then when they pop out, they need the flowers. It's a starch-type product that goes on them so that the jelly babies can fall out the mould. 
But there must be, but there must be other sweets that are the same. But why is it jelly babies are so? The only ones I can remember is when my nana and grandpa we used to go on trips with them. They'd always have them tra travel sweets. They were called travel sweets, and you could only have them on travels. Do you remember that they're always in a proper tin, a proper tin? Right. Usually they have like a lemon flavor or mint flavors, but they were always they'd open them up with the little round, very hard sweets. Because of travel sweets, you want yeah. them to last at least fifteen minutes of your journey oh, to break point. up the to break up the trip. And my grand, my nana and grandpa. I mean, back then, it, when we have the, now it's our own, we have the luxury of spending as long, you know, eating as quick as we want. But you were one sweet every probably half hour right. or an hour even. So my grandpa had opened this tin, but they were sat. Do you not remember these? No. They were sat in the like. Well, not flour. Is it icing sugar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Just remember sat that. in icing sugar. So, tin that these so much so they used to have a bit of a grease grease proof paper in between some the, of the tins. Right. Okay. At the, in the stop, base, just yeah. to stop them sticking to the actual tin. We could we should we could do a special one week about journeys as a child because that and listening to hooked on classics. I only remember mum and dad. Even when, when they finally got a car that had a stereo in. Yeah. It was probably fitted back then, wasn't it? Because it didn't always come with a car. You'd get one's fitted, wouldn't you? We had a stereo fitted and we had two tapes. Oh, the yeah. The two tapes I remember were, 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 were hooked on classics. Do you remember that? No. Hooked, oh, hooked on classics was basically classical music. But some drummer had just gone in the studio and decided to say, spice them up a bit. Do you know what? So it you comes... get things like... Da, 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 da. Da, 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 with all the orchestra and the drummer going it comes quite apparent as we do more of these episodes yeah. how much of a middle class background you are from <laughs> I don't mean the other, one, the other one was this will, This is the best no no no. Best. I need to interrupt well, I need yeah. to just tell you because so much so that for your dad's birthday you bought a monocle <laughs> which he asked for he asked for a monocle <laughs> you remember that yeah I can't you try and, I mean you're from Lancashire originally from Oldham but I'm from Liverpool you ask any Scouse granddad what he wants for his birthday and he's never going to say a monocle a Scouse granddad couldn't go to the pub with a monocle there is there is a caveat right, to this. there is a caveat to this. my dad has one eye yeah. well don't ruin right? it He's got one eye, he's got right? He's, had, he's wasted. He's had to pay full price for his glasses all these years, right? He's had to pay full price for his glasses all the Knowing that there's no... They even put a lens... They put a thick lens in because his other... His, his one eye is bad anyway. Right. And he always used to have really thick lenses. I say what used to because he had that operation with, you know, lenses fit. So his, his eyes have been cha changed incredibly more recently due to science and technology right. but he always had he'd have a thick lens and they even put a thick lens in the false one in the in the oh false it's a false eye. eye the glass eye yeah he's got a glass oh, eye oh it looks good as a kid because I've met him oh mate honestly having a dad with one eye as a kid was just brilliant when he had mates come round the games used to play he had one once that was on a magnet fitted to the back of it to, fitted to the muscles in his other eye I don't know, some, you know, get Dr. Kevin on one week and he'll know exactly how this works. Yeah. But he had the, a magnet fitted to the eye and then there was a magnet in the back of the glass eye. So what happened is when he moved the, the good eye, yeah. the false eye would move as well. That is incredible. Isn't um, it? Yeah, but again, it, it got some kind of infection. I remember him going into hospital as a kid, I was only little, and he, had, he, had to, he decided to have it taken out. He was having problems with it. So he had it taken out in the end. But then we had this glass eye with a magnet in, didn't we? 
that us kids could play with. So what we used to do, my mates would come round, you just put the glass on a coffee table and you have a magnet under the coffee table. And move it along. And you could move it around. You could have played Take it to school, on my school desk, like that, my hand on the school desk, I could move this eye. But the best thing he ever did was a mate of mine was talk, got talking, made the mistake of talking to my dad about his glass eye at the dinner table. His mum phoned him up. He ran off to speak to his mum on the phone, came back. It, we all had individual trifles that my mum had made. We always had the half of a glass of cherry on top. Yeah. His didn't have half a glass of cherry on top. Did you put the eye on? <laughs> yeah, my dad had took it out. He, he always used to take his glasses off. He'd, he'd get the the arm of the glasses, pop his eye out. That's how he used to do it. He still does to this day. That's how he'll take it off. Pop his, pop his eye out. Popped it, on, he popped it on top of his trifle. Came back, the lad hit the roof. Just looked down. <laughs> he took into his trifle and there's an eye. Oh, my. Did it. your dad ever do that? I spy with my little eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but what he did do when we went to bed at night, he would put it next to the pillow and go, Right, now go to sleep. I've got my eye on you. Brilliant. You just there keep you talking because I need and to he, check the, the film and still the, going. The, and the best thing about this, the best thing about this story is that my dad is called Ian, right? And he always introduces himself as Ian with one eye, <laughs> which is clever, isn't it? He's a clever man, clever man. Anyway, I, 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 like I said, all the other the other tape, by the way, the other tape was two Ronnies, two Ronnies' greatest hits, and I still to this day know a lot of the songs. Have you heard about Young Wendy at the annual dinner dance? Drunk she got, silly clot, found her dick as a mile away in Harrow, wrapped round a barrow, wrapped round a marrow, marked half a town. Hurry, 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 I've got to go and cook a flan. My husband Keith has lost his teeth, he flushed them down the pan. Down. You see, I still remember nearly all the two Ronnies, certainly from that album. I'm a two Ronnies boffin. Oh, there when it go. comes to that, right? Anyway, to readjust yourself, then, didn't I? You did, and look beautiful. It was, it was seamless. No one would ever know it happened. No, there you go. I forgot to uh, did you? record on the camera. Really? No, so all, all up. no. It'll be in two sections. Okay, we're all right then. It'll be in we'll two see. sections. Hey, hey, I what? use. I got my hair cut, didn't I? Oh yeah. Well, this so, is nicely what we're just talking about, really, isn't it? Come yeah, on. but have you, I used your tip, stingy Steve. Oh, what? right, because. Um, because of the 1st of April, I was notified by all the other customers via the medium of Facebook yeah. that there'd be an obvious price increase. You know, yeah. everyone's just saying that. Obviously, you know, we've got to increase the prices. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, you don't. Even you know, a dog walker did that the other day. A really? A dog walker went, obviously. You're, going, obviously. you're walking. That's <laughs> really? that to the petrol prices. Well, well to be fair, she doesn't picks all the dogs up, doesn't she? So. Does she? Yeah, so it's gone up a quid. Anyway, so... But I actually, so there was a price increase, but I actually ended up paying uh, less. How did you want? Is this some 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 tip I get? Is it because of the amount no, of the hair right you got? You got less. No, it's the right, it's the right word because normally it would be uh, twelve pounds. Yeah, and I would always say, "Oh, just round it up on the contact list to 15. And oh. she went, "Oh, it's fourteen pound," and I just went, "Thank you." <laughs> ah. So I thought, well, obviously, yeah, I'm not leaving a tip anymore. All right. So that yeah. Because, um, obviously, I've got overheads. Well, yeah. li a little less <laughs> of an overhead. I've got a tiny head with not with very little hair. So How it, do you think I feel paying full price? You inspired. I've always said it should be on time. Hair, genuinely. 
it should be on time. Because I pay the same as a man, a very hirsute man, going to a barber, like I say, have his hair trimmed. He walks out and then I go and sit on that chair and I'm there for two, three minutes at tops. Same price. That's See, not I right, think you're it? using the same sort of analogy there as like uh, women's underwear, like a bra for a little A cup <laughs> is the same as a, a bra with a G cup or... Why is a thong more expensive than a big pair of knickers? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's a very good Have you question. Have picked a thong up and gone, yeah, 80 pounds? You see in the market, they're massive knickers that yeah. look like, you know, you could probably carry the rest of your shopping home yeah. in them, right? There's little massive knickers that'll be like three of them for a quid. And yet you then you go in and just pick up a tiny little dainty little thong. Yeah. And it's like four quid. A so women yeah. with larger knockers shouldn't have to pay more than women with more ample knockers or less little ample whatever ample but whatever you call it you don't think there should be the you know benefits for the small breasted that's a, that's a good that's a good slogan to have well i'm just saying I, 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 the analogy I, I'm going with. benefit for the small breasted Oy. right we shouldn't have to be paying because wiring everything in, in a lady's in a big lady's brazier there's a lot of what there's a lot it's of brazier brazier i love that word jesus brazier jacob reese mogg <laughs> it's my dad anyway, monocle he read anyway, it once with his monocle do you want to do uh, what's trending or would you like to do your royal proclamation can we do what's trending because I, 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 I yeah okay let's I do what, uh, what's trending in there because I think royal proclamation is going to lead on to a lot of other things let's see if I, I don't even know what this music button is but I think I need a, a, an introduction a little jingle uh, yeah, okay let's see what it is ooh, ooh. and I'll just do a thing oh. what's trending What's trending? There you go. It's my own little jingle. That was quite good. Actually. It's not. It's, it's, it's the best bit of that. No, but, no, but, but we'll see. So wording. I've taken the. Uh, I've taken four. Okay. Four this morning from. And um, I have to think of a gag for one of them. Not a gag. Just let's just see what you can think. Okay. So there's four items yeah. um, from this morning's trend top. 20 trending items right. on Twitter. I the picked dirty, dirty Atletico, it'll be, I or took, something like that. Well, I took, well, I took obviously the, the ones that were a bit sort of sensitive, as we always say. So yeah. you just need to pick a number, Steve, between oh, right, one okay. and four. And I'll then we go for Lucky Old Three. Lucky Old Three yeah. is Partygate. Partygate. Now, for those international lim- uh, listeners, that is Boris Johnson uh, and all his merry men. In fact, there's uh, there's fifty of them now. They've all yeah. been fined fifty pounds each. Yeah. Uh, uh, because they had a, a party and they had the party. They partied, it would seem. But Steve, what was your opinion? What's your I thoughts? Just, I all I kept thinking is, what a rubbish party. I, that's exactly that's what I thought. I'm thinking what just ten minutes in an office, someone brought a cake in. I and, think. and I'm not listen. I'm not condoning the you know they brought the rules and they should, but fifty quid as well is a bit of a joke, isn't it? I mean, you talk about haircuts, be it should be. We mentioned about haircuts should be you know depending on the amount of hair, yeah. depending on the amount of money you've got, right? You should be paying. He should be paying. That it should be thousands for breaking those rules. Yeah. But even so, rubbish part. They must be gutted now. That's all I can think. That. Having been fined, that they didn't have a full-blown out, exactly. you know, a yeah. massive, absolutely leathered, right? And then gone, oh, yeah, because it's exactly the same. It's no, it makes no difference to that fine. If they that's what's yeah. classed as a party, yeah. never invite me. Yeah. Never I, 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 There me. was a point when I thought, oh, I've not been invited. I feel a, bit, a little bit left out. 
but not a party like that. No. Not 10 minutes. I think that's the sort of party that somebody who calls uh, women's underwear a brassiere would turn up in a monocle. (laughs) (laughs) No one's questioning, by the way, who made the cake or delivered the cake, because really they're the ones who could have prevented all this from happening. Yeah. You know, cake manufacturers at the time, if they'd asked the right questions, someone comes in, for example, that, that's the Prime Minister. I mean, he's got hundreds of staff there at Downing Street. He'd probably want, what size? That's the key question, you see. Everyone who worked in a, in a bakery at that time should have been going, what size cake? Yeah, how many is Because you'll trip, them, you'll trip them up. Because yeah. Boris would have gone, a large one, we have 40 people. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, no, no, nothing. It's for 40 people. Did I say people? No, I'm... That's right. You need to find a cake receipt. Because if I go and buy... Which, incidentally, I've got to go and buy Bradley and my son a cake next week. Yeah. I'll have to decide when I go to Tesco when it'll say, saves eight, saves 12. Yeah. So how many on the receipt was, did say? Was the cake on a catering tray? Oh, and I if it's know. on a catering tray, then yeah. you know it's a big cake. Massive, isn't it? Huge. And in that case, then that was a part. The There's no denying that. That's not a little mess up in the back of an office, is it? We need to see the cake. Would you like to know what else was on the list? Yeah, go on, what else was All on right, the list? All right, that you missed out. Yeah. Was it was Atleti? Ah, uh, Atleti. Yeah. Dan Stevens. Dan Stevens? Why is he on the Oh, course? my word. So Dan Stevens, the actor. Yeah. I've, I've vaguely, what's he been in? He was on the one show last night. Oh, oh, what did he do? Get it up on YouTube oh, right. now. Okay. I'll go on a thing. And the final one was uh, Pat Butcher. Pat? I don't know. Pat, Pat Butcher? Pat Butcher was trending. <laughs> but that, was it really? <laughs> Pat Butcher. I, think I, did, to re- I did pantomime with her husband. Did you? Yeah. We were called Tony, a lovely fella. First pantomime I did in Blackpool. He Get was, Dan he Stevens was catching up. up. Right. Dan Stevens. One show. One show. And then you, you can get the order, you can play it through right. you. Oh, okay, I'll play it through here. Um, see, why is it not coming up in here? Oh, yours is rubbish. It's taking a while, yeah. Oh, no, here we are. Here, here we are. It. Oh, I'm fascinated to know. Was it, is, is he said something? You. Oh, it's, he, he played an absolute blinder. Clear it. Get it on. Uh, Have you not got a video? I don't know if that's a video. I think this is a video. Right. Hold it up. Get the volume up. So he's on the one show talking about his new film. Twitter. Right. Okay. I'll do. Anyway, just play it for the benefits of the podcast. Right. Okay. Here we are. This is... uh, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to recognise what he's been on. Have you clicked play? Yeah, I've clicked play on that one. So here we go. Oh, it takes ages. You need a new map. Oh, it's, it's... it's not even popping up properly on here. Oh, you're joking, aren't you? Archer Rio says the actor, 39, featured on the BBC evening chat show to discuss his new political drama, Gaslit. Yeah, but it's what right. he did right. on there. Steve, you're really struggling. Uh, and I don't know what they call this in Radio World, but you're cocking this up. <laughs> did Just freaking press I, I, videos. If I clicked it on the video, searching. Hi, kids. This is a middle-aged man trying technology live on our podcast. Come on. Have you got it? I've I've changed. It's your Wi-Fi that's rubbish. It's Wigan Wi-Fi. Well. Some bird flapping. What I would say is it was uh, funny at the time. (laughs) And uh, you killed killed the guy. It's coming coming up. It's... 
Should we discuss my Royal Proclamation? Play my Royal Proclamation. We'll come back to it. Right, hang on. Because I'm, I'm, you do I'm intrigued. You're really... I don't even... One shot, right? Yeah. Right. Why right. don't you use your acting skills and act out exactly what he said? No, you couldn't spoil it. Right, you're going to do your Royal right, Proclamation. I'll do your Royal Proclamation. Ah, uh, maybe. Here's your, here's your music. There we go, there we go, there we go. My Royal Proclamation this week is simple. It is... Yeah. Modern day cruising, as in post-pandemic cruising... Oh, yeah. ...is easier on the waistline. Oh, why? I'll tell you exactly why, because I've been on a cruise ship this week. Normally, when I go on the cruise ship, I stuff my face. Every morning, breakfast, dinner, tea, right? Or breakfast, lunch and dinner, wherever you are in this country or and abroad. But basically, it, you used to be able to put, eat as much as you wanted. And yeah. you still can, technically. But the only difference now is you feel like you're being judged because there's someone wait, someone serving you the food. At the, I still don't understand it. I mean, it's COVID. It's to do with COVID, isn't yeah. it? So there's a little guy there and he'll have his gloves on and you go up to the counter and you still see all the buffet spread out as you would, but someone else puts it on your plate. So you say, can I have some chips? Right. Put some chips on your plate. Now, me, I'm thinking, no, no, mate, no, that's not a portion of chips. Come uh, here, give it, and you want to, you're tempted to go, just give it here, but you can't, can you? You just go, I'll just have a few more. So then you feel guilty. If you, like my daughter, for example, at a breakfast buffet, she loves hash browns. She once right. had 10 on all day, 10 hash browns for a breakfast. Oh, right. right. At one time, I can't go in, you can't go up there, I'm going to have 10 hash browns. I mean, you can, yeah, but you'd be being judged. Yeah. And also, think about what you used to be able to do on those cruises. You'd have things like, I don't know, like have a roast dinner. There'd be a roast dinner on a Sunday, so you'd go for everything. You'd have the veg, you know, a bit of veg, a bit of gravy on top of the meat. I might as well have one of them. Yeah. Have a bit of turkey, have a bit of pork, have a bit of beef. I always put it all on. Bit of each, yeah, bit of each. Bit of each. Uh, roasted, put your roasted on, and you'd be carrying that away back in the olden days. You'd see a lovely slice of pizza. Oh, and I'll stick it on that the side. with it. Oh, a bit of pasta <laughs> as well. Bit of pasta on the side. You can't do that anymore because you're being judged oh, no. by some guy. So that is why it's easier on the west side. I bet they're saving a fortune. Hey, you, you are going to do right, it. I'm going to play No, no, no. You, no, no you're no, going to no. do another cruise, aren't you? Um, Keep that I'm doing another one. I'm, Keep... I've got it. Don't worry. I, um, yeah, I'm doing another one in about three weeks' time. Oh. The Cruise to Norway, this one. Which company is that? It's with Tui. Right, and what's the other one company you got? That was oh the oh little <laughs> yeah late this year I'm, I've got one but with Saga Saga yeah wow. what does that stand for Jamie? Sometimes awake, generally asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or sex and game for the aged. <laughs> can I, I'm off the honestly, I have to buy that off you. No, so you I've got first Do you think of everything on that? Have you ever done a Saga cruise? No, I've oh, not. I've got two forty-five, two different forty-fives. Do you well, think so. of everything? Yeah. Ever, they have the farewell. I've heard that they're really nice. Yeah, they're well, really, yeah. they have the the farewell buffet on the first night. Why? Just in case. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> the portals are bifocal. <laughs> 
<laughs> you weren't allowed to take them old jokes, but you're not that big. Can I take them all? Anyway, I've Brilliant. got Dan Evans, the actor. Right. He was on the one show. Oh, yeah, Rest. what was he doing? So uh, visually, he was he's an actor. Yeah. He's in a new film called Gaslit. He went dressed, <coughs> how they didn't pick this up, in a blue jacket with a yellow T-shirt. Oh, of course. So he, so he was asked to describe his new film, which is all about President Nixon. All it's right, okay. President Nixon. Nixon. Yeah, yeah. What's the take then on it? Well, what you've got is a criminal for a leader who is you know, wrapped in a messy war, embroiled in a stupid scandal and surrounded by ambitious idiots um, and really should resign. And um, no, I'm sorry, that's the intro to Boris Johnson. I've just said, <laughs> I've just said the intro to Boris Johnson. Brilliant. <laughs> What a genius. Yeah. They, they, they didn't know where to go, did they? The the quiet and silence of the of the Oh my word. Perfect scripting. But they must have been underneath laughing their heads off, they, wasn't they? They just know it was gold. They knew it was gold. Anyway, brilliant. on with brilliant actors. Steve. Yeah. I think I have found my calling after watching <coughs> a film the other night yeah. with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Now this film scored a 5.5 on IMDb, which normally I wouldn't watch. You know my threshold yeah, is 7, seven and above. above. Yeah. But because it was Nicolas Cage, there's you some actors I don't mind right. giving a go because yeah. I just think some people might not be fans. Oh, it is the worst film I've ever seen. It is that bad. Mm. It is genius. Right. It is it truly is. awful. But I had to see it to the end for one particular reason is He's in a film, and I message you straight away to yeah, say, watch yeah, this. Yeah. He doesn't actually say a word. And you wonder whether Nicolas Cage is at that point in his career where he, go, where he gets a script and goes, listen, lads, I, I'll do it, right? Because I think it was a budget film, yeah, clearly. Yeah. I'll do it, all right? But I'm not speaking. And they've gone... I, I can't be learning. I've got too many other things in me yeah, at the moment. And they've gone, yeah, all right. And he doesn't actually and say a he, word. Characters he plays, he didn't play like a, a bit mute. Of a, he's not a mute or anything, but he... Is no, it, just chooses not to... It's like a, a bit of a hero character. Must exaggerate the grunting then. There Willy's, must be a lot more. Willy's Wonderland. The most truly awful best film I've seen in a long I'm time. Supposed to that. <laughs> That's like a pawn shop in Wigan, doesn't it? <laughs> Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, so I reckon if I get myself some roles... Yeah. Where I don't actually have to speak. Yeah. I, I'm sorted, aren't I? I, I and reckon. I told you that the other day. I, well, I've said... I've, what did I've, you reply? I said you make a brilliant corpse you in any film. I, I Honestly, I think as long as that corpse was a scouse, a dead scouser, oh, that, that was, you, you could carry it off. Or you'd be carried off, one or the other. One of but them. honestly... That's your future. You need to tap into the corpse market. Never mind my future. I was in Brookside. Were you? Yeah. As a corpse? Uh, yeah, I was. I was <laughs> almost, was it? <laughs> no. Extra work. I was the body in Jimmy Corkill's garden. You weren't. You seriously were. That was my arm in the bin bag. <laughs> were you serious? So you have been a what corpse? What bloody hell was I? <laughs> I, was, I was under the John Ashes patio. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I did Brookside as well. Did you? Yeah, I was. No, booked I've never as, done I it. was booked as. Have you never really done it? No. I was booked as a <laughs> proper filmer with that. I was booked as the. They had a, a nightclub that opened 
and whatever oh, it was. Oh, and Jimmy Corkle was the bouncer. Right. And that nightclub, when it, well, I can't remember what it was called now. Someone would better tell us. Right. Yeah, messages. Do let us know what it was. And I was there at the opening night of this, and they had like a little parade, if you like. Of I remember there were like uh, Mardi Gras dancers. And right. I was doing my fire breathing, and I was just fire was, breathing. Yeah. Just an extra fire breathing and doing all that, yeah, at the opening. And then uh, after that, they used to book me to do staff parties, and I used to go and entertain all all the um, Brookside cast small in world. that little cafe in, what a uh, small world. in uh, MTV, hey, Mersey so, Television. Because I mentioned um, yeah. about movies and stuff, and then you had a... You well, came I up did. with a movie list. Yeah, because because you mentioned about Nicolas Cage there being in a film and saying absolutely nothing, which yeah. is commendable, I have to say. Oh, I think yeah, that, that's, that's, that's just brilliant, and I'm gonna, I will watch it. Watch it, but it's that bad, yeah. But you'll enjoy it. I did see a good. I saw City. Uh, it Lost City last night. That's a very good film. Can right. I highly recommend that? Only came out yesterday. We went to see it. It goes very good. Right. So, do, the, do you know when something's that bad at mm. the start, and you know it's bad, and it's just terrible acting, yeah, and all the rest of it. But you, you sit it out, and at the end, of yeah, you glad it out. I mean, I did it. Um, what was it last year in December? It was um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs at Blackpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there was some fella from BGT. Yeah, well, you were another one few. He looked, because we're six dwarfs. No, one had COVID. He all the there. time I was looking, thinking, he looks like Steve. <laughs> but he didn't have glasses. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Uh, right, okay, here we go. These are films where the leading actors sport very little. First one's going to shock you. Right, this go on. This is the on. first one. And I, I, Silence of the Lambs. This is the one where they made an exception. Um, the Academy. What, but Thingy Bob. Um, yeah. What's his name? Uh, with um, uh, Thingy. Yeah, with think Anthony Hopkins. Yes. Sir, An Sir Anthony Hopkins, right? Considering that he won, it says he is, considering that he won the Academy Award for Best Actor in 1992 for the role, it might surprise you, Jamie, it might surprise you to learn that he only, he was only on screen for 13 minutes in total in that film. Wow. 13 Isn't that minutes. Unbelievable. Batman versus Superman, right? So jam packed with action, and I guess this—I'm guessing this is what the Nicolas Cage one was trying to be like. Uh, Henry Cavill's Superman only speaks forty-three lines in the film. Really, forty-three lines in the whole film. But that is that when you compare to the rest of these, is a, is a, is a big part because Terminator. Here we go. Legend has it, in order to protect the character and hide Arnold Schwarzenegger's accent, the character, the Terminator, right, was made to speak very little. 16 lines. And in addition to that, the 16 lines that the character does have are made up of about three to four syllables on average. I'll be back. See? So that they could just do... Because yeah. he looked the perfect part, but they just wanted yeah. to disguise it. Yeah. Mad wow. Max. The official count of spoken lines for Mel Gibson's Mad Max um, in uh, Mad Max The Road Warrior is 16. 16 lines? Yeah, 16 lines. So all these Hollywood greats yeah. really don't say much, do they? Well, they always say acting's with the eyes, don't they? Not with the mouth, innit? They always say that. Right. I remember chatting to uh, Sir Michael Caine about that when I was chatting to him. How many lines back. do you have on average in Panto? Hundreds. Yeah, so acting's in the... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very good. Okay, very good. It's in the slapstick. And Jason Bourne. But then they get the eye candy like Tom Lister in to stand yeah. next to you and never go, Tom, you were amazing and you had three extra like pages of hundreds of lines. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Good. 
I'm there as a foil. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm there for, right? Hayley Tamadon, if you're wondering this year. Hayley Tamadon. I'm not. Oh, okay. Jason Bourne. Jason right? Bourne. Matt Damon. Damon has, when he returned to it, to the film Jason Bourne, because oh, what were they called? The, what were they called? Should have been called Beyond again. Beyond. Oh, <laughs> Beyond. Like Abba. <laughs> that, that, there was a tribute button, didn't there? Right. The filmmakers apparently don't need to hear him speak anymore. Apparently, he's, he's the, the people just like to see him kicking people in the face, punching so them. So he and doesn't say much. Running and driving really fast. 25 lines in total in oh, that film. Rocky Four. Yeah. I think we guessed this anyway. Ivan Drago. Drago. I mean, I'm gonna, can uh, I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Go on. Four. Mm, nine. nine. Nine lines. Nine lines. But most of them are uh, basically his opinions. Most of it are his opinions on Rocky. I must break you. He's not human. He's like a piece of iron. I fight to win for me. For I me. I how much you get for that because you don't have to remember anything. Well, funny enough, you say that. How much do you get for it? There's another website you can go on. I didn't go on it for this, but I can do it if you want me to go there. Oh, save it for the next episode. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. Johnny Depp, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Edward Scissorhands, he spoke 185 words. His budget, right? That makes, based on what he was paid for the film. Yeah. He was being paid $14,889 per word. Wow. And I, th I imagine that's quite small. Robert De Niro is the last one on the list, by the way. I mentioned him earlier. And Robert De Niro won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor and actually only speaks 20 lines of English in the film. He does speak Italian as well, of course. Oh, interesting. Right. There you go. Fascinating, Fascinating stuff, isn't it? Fascinating. Fascinating I've stuff. got a, I've got a quandary for you, and this came up on Mother's Day, and I made a note, mm -hmm. uh, and then I forgot, and then I, I thought about it again the other day, was the amount of uh, men that were in supermarkets on the Saturday before Mother's Day. Yeah. And we were all picking up bunches of flowers for oh, yeah. our, our mums. Mm. Mm. But there didn't seem to be... Um, a tr there didn't seem to be a consistency in how us, the dads, were marching round with the flowers and mm. how to hold flowers. It's a bit like, how do you hold a torch? Do you do it the British policeman <laughs> way or do you do it the American policeman <laughs> way? You know, some people were going... Well, isn't there a reason for that? Isn't there something to do with... The Americans, they hold it like... How would you say, I would describe it as if I'm going to stab you from up, you know, like a traditional psycho yeah. stab in your life. Well, there was a comedian called Alfie Joey who used to do a great routine about... Was it so he could club him on the head? He used to go, I'm American, I'm British, I'm American, I'm British. He used to do it's brilliant, isn't it? But I think it's the same. So I would, I didn't know what the, is there a correct protocol of holding flowers? Yeah. You can try, the thing is with flowers is some people try and play it cool but then you look stupid because they try and do it the pointy down yeah you know, yeah almost I'm not, like that, no, i'm not really got that you know you're like well you you've got it so yeah, just own it yeah 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 so do you do it up and out like a bridesmaid or do you do the cradle the like cradling one like the cradling one i think i tend to do that one i think right but to be honest with you a lot of time i that's one of the few times i don't know how you utilize that that you know the the front of the trolley. Oh yeah, that little section. Yeah, you know in a supermarket trolley got a little section. It's no, no one stipulates what that little section's for. Hey, kids? No, you got to stand your kid. Well, you, yeah, yeah. You actually, when they were little, did fair play. You put your kids in there, but then the other thing I put in there are the flowers. I'll stand them up, and then bread. 
Yeah. Solely for bread. I would never you put, I would never dream of putting anything other than bread in, in that, that little front bit. I don't know what other people do. But I like it. But that's so then I'll get as near to the car so I don't yeah. have that dilemma of how to hold the flowers. But when you're walking down the path to go, Mum, here's your flowers. Yeah. What do you think your preferred <sighs> Trying to think, I'm trying to visualise myself. Stop now. doing that weird hands as well. That's a really weird look. You're going just, to see your mum. <laughs> What's your dad called? Ian with one eye. What's he called? Ian. 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 And your mum's shouting, Ian, Ian, here's Steve coming down doing that with his hand. Take an eye out. You don't want to see this. Is that, is that how he lost his eye? You must have got it from your dad. <laughs> I'm, I'm favouring one hand. Stop doing that. I'm, fa I'm favouring one hand, and but upright. But that's but that was oh, like nice. him, it's like Game news? of Thrones. No, I think he's more like high school graduate taking yeah. first girlfriend to prom. I think I favour that one. They're always at the chest, aren't they? Yeah. So when the when the the you know sir. Because you never call him dad, or you never call him whatever his name is. It's always sir. Hi, sir. Hi, James. Welcome. Come in. Well, Dick. let's ask. Uh, let's see how people. Tammy. Tammy's ready for you now. <laughs> Tammy. Brad. Hi, Tammy. Brad's here, and that's me with the. Um, what are you saying? That's my son downstairs. He's called Bradley. Oh yeah. And he's now going to start coming up the stairs, going, "What do you want?" <laughs> I forgot that you give your kid an American name. He's called Bradley. There's not an American about it. It is. It's very. You might as well call him Randy. <laughs> Randy. Just like his dad. Oh, th oh. That also makes me think also a little bit about uh, a debate I had a long time ago in terms of how you carry or how you do things yeah. and how ladies are more comfortable than men. And next week, by the way, I'd, I'd totally forgotten about this. I did collate a list, and I spent hours doing this last night. I'm going to have to delay it for the next podcast now. But I did collate a list of most confusing things about men as told by women. Oh, that is And a so good we'll one. discuss that one next time. That but one thing one. I want to discuss with you very, very quickly before we end this podcast, related to the flowers thing. So men, obviously, un uncomfortable with that. I'm also uncomfortable with taking my jumper off in the way that a lady would take a jumper off. Oh, wait, because women do the cross-arm. They, cross they arm. do a cross-arm thing. And have you ever tried doing it? I mean, I can't... You, you get... Trapped, yeah. You become like Hannibal Lecter. You, I you basically do the pull up straight from. Jacket. Yeah, absolutely. I pull me head through, pull head through, and then arms out, and then just drag it out. But ladies can do this thing. I mean, it, it seems on a beach, you'll turn yeah. up in like one of these, you know, I end up overs. They've got the bikini it. on. Not that I'm watching this. I, I, I always divert my eyes. No, I do. A, but, I do a pull. Yeah, and then a lift. Oh, yeah, no, you do. You're, so you cross your arms then. You do. I are you an arm So oh, I did a pull. You're a lady. I never do a lift. Right. And then get it over. And then occasionally I show it's my. It's always uh, pulled ample. right off. Arm out, arm out. Me ample knockers, which yeah. I pay less than you for on a bras here. <laughs> Let's finish with the. <laughs> hey, tell you what. Yeah. Easter weekend. The well, weather is taking a turn for the better. And so, so is Steve, the clothing. Can we have a listen to the clothing forecast? But let me get you going. Well, 
an informal day for England and Wales on Good Friday, as is traditional, whether you're rolling eggs down hills or just going on your traditional Good Friday walk. Yellows and pastel shades dominating most areas, but dowdier in more religious areas. Uh, egg and bunny and chick motifs likely throughout the country, but turning drier and brighter later. The clothing, that is. Saturday, we'll see T-shirts and shorts in places, mostly in the south and east. A few rain maps in the north at times. Variable formal and smart wear spells, sorry, variable formal and smart wear spells early Sunday, which will become more casual as the day progresses. There's an amber warning for chocolate stains coming on Sunday too, oh. so avoid all white attire. Tights, highs of lows, shoe state, plimsoll to hard sole. I said hard sole, hard sole. Underwear, secure to demure, and that's your clothing. Oh, brilliant. And that's your podcast. Thanks for listening and tell your friends. See you soon. Another belter, mate.